This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Today is the yard site of, guess who? Rav Nachman Mi Yes, yes. Yes. Oh no way! Are you serious? He definitely has something a shortish nishmato or something. But uh, today is not impressive. So what? What is his famous line? He had a lot of things, by the way. One of those is "Ein Yehush Ba'olam Kalal," which means a person can never give up. If you have a dream, for example, to finish Shas and to know it. You have a dream to finish Shas and to know it. And it's taking time and it's hard and it's this and that. You did it but you don't really know it. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. If you see a fellow, ah, this guy, I tried getting him religious. He's not religious. I'm not trying again. It's 100% wrong. Don't, don't give up. Don't give up on people either. Don't do that. Why? Because you believe in Yehush Ba'olam Klal. There's no such thing as giving up. Right? There was a, uh, there's a fascinating story that I heard many years ago. This is a wild story. I'll never forget this story. And there was a, a person, he was, he was in Israel, and he was finishing the, whatever he was finishing, and he was going on a trip. To some Asian country. And before he went, he told his best friend that's, that's semi-religious. So his best friend says, listen, he wanted to get him more religious. He wasn't religious at all. He says, listen, please come, this, that. So, um, so he tells him, come to this rabbi and the rabbi, and he says, fine, I'll give him only one minute. Whatever he tells me in one minute, I'll take. Not, not. So they meet this rabbi. The rabbi says, Rabbi, he's my friend. One minute and he's leaving. So what does the rabbi tell him? He says, by the way, when Moshe Rabbeinu was in Egypt and they wanted to kill him in Egypt, what happened was, they, uh, the Midrash says that his neck turned into marble and when they hit his neck, nothing happened Nothing happened to his neck and he didn't get killed, he survived. And the minute is over and he left. You heard the story, Mike? It's a crazy story. And, and that's what happened. So this fellow that, 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 that he, he brought his friend, he says, this is what the rabbi tells him, like, oh, what's going on? Like, this is what you tell him? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, like that you can say anything. That's what you say. Like, what, what's the purpose? Anyway, that's what he said. He went off to this Asian country, and he's there. Now he got involved in the business deals with the Asian mafia. Got involved with it. That happens to be that that's what it was. And one of the things was he had to deliver a suitcase. And he delivered the suitcase and something happened. And in the happens to be there was missing money. And when they were missing money, he said that the, the guy, the godfather that opened up the suitcase, he sees that he's missing a, a whole chunk of money. And he starts screaming at the guy, what are you doing? You stole my money. That's it. You're going to get killed. No, please, you're gonna get killed right now. And, they, and they're tying him together. They're ready to really, to getting out the gun. They're ready to shoot the guy, and he's ready finished. As they're about to shoot him, he remembers what the rabbi told him like three years back. Three years back, before he moved at all 
that when Moshe Rabbeinu was in Israel, wanted to kill him, his neck turned into marble, and God saved his life. So he says, he turns to Boreolam, Boreolam, if you save me here, give my word, he said he's going to go straight back to Bnei Barak to that rabbi, and he said I'll be fully, fully committed to religion, 100%, that's it, if you save my life. Anyway, the guy's getting, you know, they're getting him the gun, he's getting, he's loading it up, and uh, that moment, after he finishes prayers, there was one one lady that walked in. It was the Godfather's wife, and she walks in. She's he's a, he's taking a gun and he sees this guy get about to get shot, like they're loading to get to shoot him. Stop! Stop! She screams, "Stop! Stop! You don't remember five years ago when there was an earthquake? This man was the one when our son was literally about to fall down the the, the, the earthquake. This da da da. He saved our son." So they have big hakarat the the, the 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 mafiosa guys. The you know guy did something, uh, the favor, his favor done. We always repay the favor. He saved our son five years ago. He can't do that. Screaming at him. Oh, he did. Yeah. Wow. That's it. Let him go. He runs. He packs his bags. He gets out of the country. He goes straight to Bnei Brak. He tells the rabbi, "You don't understand. This is a story. This that that." He says, you know what the crazy part is? I wasn't even there five years ago. I was only there three years ago. Hashem made it as if there's that, that, that. Because we believe you can never give up. A person's doing business. He's trying to a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Nothing's working. Nothing's going. Nothing's this. Nothing's that. You never know. You can never give up, no matter what. You never give up, no matter what. You understand? Whatever a person's situation is, en yehush ba'olam kla. You know what that means? It didn't say en yehush ba'olam. En yehush ba'olam kla means never. There's never any yehush. You can never give up hope, no matter what your situation is in life. In a split second, it could it could skyrocket. It could be wow. What just happened? You have to have the faith in Hashem. You have to have your bitachon in Hashem. And this is what Rav Nachman Bas of uh, one of the main main uh, 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 points were. Besides mitzvah mitzvah besimcha, you know that it was one of his mottos. Always be besimcha. You know that. Always be besimcha. And notice when did he pass away? In zman simhatenu. This is in Amidah we say zman simhatenu. This is the holiday we say zman simhatenu. Time of simha. Because why? That's what it is. You always got to be happy in life. You always got to look at the good. People, people are, are, are wild. You, you have to be ecstatic. See the berakha that God gave you. And don't ever think that you don't have berakha. Every single person that's alive has berakha a million percent. You're watching, you're hearing, you're listening, you hear. You have berakha in your life. You have it. You have it. Just think about it. Think about all the good that God's giving you. No, what does the guy think? He's thinking, oh, I'm missing this. Come on, come on! It's not even. It's not even fair. It's not even right. I'm missing this. I'm missing that. I'm missing this in my life. I'm not happy. And one thing is, missing. come on! It's, it's not fair. It's not right. Be the be smart. See the beracha that Hashem gave you. See the beracha that Hashem gave you. He gave you so much beracha. You don't realize every beracha. You don't understand. 
Everything is beracha. You're normal. You're beracha. You don't understand. And therefore, I'm going to tell you the two things. One thing is, and Yehush ba'olam klal. Second thing, mitzvah gedolah liot b'smacha. Always got to be happy in life. You always got to be b'smacha in life. Don't feel down. Don't feel depressed. Don't ever feel ah. No, whatever situation you're in is the best thing. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is taking care of you. You don't realize, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu is taking care of you. You know, I'm tell you. The other day, I had one of my kids, my four-year-old child. She got uh she got the 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 she got open the snack closet, the candy closet. And in the candy closet, I have old Mike and Ike's, you know, Mike and Ike's, this, that, all these Mike and Ike's. And she, she's go, like, literally gobbling this, that, that, that. And then she takes the hot tamales, you know, the hot, you know, I'm talking about the spicy one, the extra hot, you know. And I know, first of all, she already took too much, it's not good for her stomach, she's gonna get her stomach click later. And second of all, she's gonna burn her mouth with the extra hot tamales, she's a three, four and a half year old girl. I know for a fact, you know, it's too hot for her. So what did I do? Right before, she's about to, about to put it in her mouth. I take my hand, I hit her hand, all the, the hot tamales fall off, and she starts on the floor, forget it, ah, going crazy. I said, you don't know, I just saved you, your mouth is going to burn, your stomach is going to hurt from all that uh, sugar that you just had, you just had a whole pack I saw, just gobbling and gobbling, miss that pack, that pack, she's going to have a stomach ache if I don't stop it. What she's crying, oh daddy, took my candy. But I did the best thing for her. Sometimes Hashem might take something away from you. Oh, why? You're just like that four-year-old kid, by the way. No different. Like a baby. You don't realize how, how who is your father. That's the problem. And you're busy. Why? I'm questioning. He's my father. He's my daddy. He wants the best thing for me. If he took it away, that's the best thing. Have a good day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.